everybody. Welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Um, Clayton, we've been having a lot of fun so far uh, this summer. We last week recorded our live episode with Faded Mates. Yes, we had a lot of fans come and join us on the Zoom. And as I mentioned to everybody in the Zoom, that was my first Zoom. So I was a Zoom virgin. Well, to let everybody behind the scenes, this idea of us doing a joint live podcast had been like percolating for a while, but you were nervous about the Zoom of it all. And so we were waiting for you to come around. And and I'm so grateful that you did because it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was great. And we had so many people. We had way more people they're watching us live than we expected and we we we're definitely gonna do something like that again because it was just so so fun interacting with the 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 hosts obviously of faded mates a great podcast but also just all the fans i know pat was like well how many people do you think will be will come and i'm like you know what i think we have 40 people buy tickets and then we have at least 10 people in the audience i'm like i'll be happy with that and we had like almost 300 or over 300 tickets and then we had a ton of people who were like super engaged and we could see the chat going and it was it was just so much fun it all went by so quickly um so thanks to everybody who tuned in but but if you if you missed it mm -hmm. and you are or you're like me or how i was where i did not want to zoom you (laughs) will be able to hear it in its entirety this month, July twenty second, correct? We're gonna release that in lieu of a of a learning the tropes episode as mm-hmm. a episode. So Yeah. And Faded Mates will be releasing it that day too. It was so fun to hear from and hang out with Sarah and Jen. But I'm such a fan of that podcast too. I felt like they would just start talking and I would just go into like audience mode and I would just be like, Oh they're so interesting and just listening and forgetting like, oh no, I can talk back too. You know? I know. It was fun for us as well. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we don't want to spoil too much about the live episode. Everybody listen in um, on the the week of the 22nd, so in like two weeks, uh, because it it was a lot of fun, and we're excited to to share it with everyone who couldn't make it to the Zoom. But this week, we decided, you know, we did a lot of work for the live episode. What are we going to do as a treat to read afterwards? And, you know, we went back to New Species and we read Justice by Laura Ann Donner and it's book four in the New Species series. We're really in it now. Yeah, it feels we won't go into it too much because we have to judge the cover first. But mm-hmm. it, it I know there's what, 15 books. Yeah, there's a, she just released a new one a few months ago. This weirdly feels like a middle book. Mm-hmm. I, I, I to me so I don't know if there's uh, uh, you know we're I mean I guess we'll read all 15 I don't know if we want to commit to that right now but I mean it feels that way like this is the series that we're just gonna do <laughs> this is the series we're just gonna keep dipping back into which is yeah. a funny one to choose but I think we just loved Fury so much we're like we're gonna we're in 
Yes, and I mean I've I've loved every book up until this one. Well, I won't say love, but I've yeah. I've enjoyed every book up until this one. Well, should we judge the cover and stuff real quick before we jump into it? Yes. Great cover. See, I disagree. Okay, talk it out. And, and I'm gonna disagree because I feel like this cover doesn't work for me because the obscuring of the face is something that is done on all of the new species covers, at least this iteration of the covers, because they got re-released. I don't know what the old covers were. I think they were different. This is like the new variant. And we have Justice standing out of the shadows and turning his head away in a weird way where his hair is covering his face, but it doesn't look natural. It doesn't look like that's actually how his hair would look if he was his head was turned that certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to be more obscured in the shadows, which is the trope of these covers. Right. Now, I don't know if this is a symbolic thing where it's it's the new species are coming out of the dark. They're coming out of they're coming more into regular society therefore this cover is lighter than the rest but this this looked goofy to me this cover well and it's also i don't think it necessarily is the justice of the books because in the book justice i imagine is like very long hair we i always assumed that justice was spliced with lion it seemed to be but turns out no spoiler alert it's panther um and he dyes his hair yes that was a bombshell to me that was shocking um the hair i expected yeah his hair to be longer and also it's like i don't know if this is a dye job this like auburny red with these golden highlights then kudos to whoever's ever dying his hair because it's fantastic i would spend a lot of money for it but um, it looks like, and this is no offense to my mom, but my mom used to get her hair dyed kind of like this back in mm-hmm. the 90s. Yeah, and the haircut is a little, like, growing out a bob. Yes, or, or yes. Or, like, growing it's like, out a short haircut. It's like that, That it's like Kate Gosling or something didn't go to the hairdresser for a couple weeks. Yeah. Is that a reference? Is that a current reference? Kate Gosling? Who knows? I have such a weird relationship with time as I get older where I'm like, yo, John and Kate plus eight, that was like three years ago. But I'm sure if I look it up, it's like 2003. So who knows? I know. So Um, that's a little Easter egg for the Kate plus eight. What is that? Kate, what's his? I can't even remember this this guy's name. John and Kate plus eight. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Now, if you were born when that show premiered, you're a senior in high school. That's crazy. That's so sick. I mean, he looks super sexy, like a big, like his body looks the way that I thought his body looked, just like insanely massive. Body's tip top. I mean, that, there's no complaint about the bod. It's it's really just, it's almost like for me when you see someone like, I, I guess they've done a better job of this now, but when superhero movies first started and you would see some of these superheroes in broad daylight and they looked just weird. Right. It's weird to see a new species completely in the light. And I guess maybe that's, that's something I'm going to have to get used to. And that's why I didn't like it as much, mm-hmm. but yeah, this was the first cover of the series that I think kind of fell flat for me. Yeah. It, 
it makes sense um all right well what was this book about clayton so we finally get a book for justice because justice is the leader of the new species and he's just been too busy for love and that changes when he meets jesse dupree who was on a task force to she 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 rescued a bunch of the female new species who were bred okay this they were bred to be small and docile and they were used uh for the sex trade and she saves a bunch of them and shows up at the new species headquarters and and justice pretty much immediately is attracted to her they start an affair but justice thinks it's bad PR if he, who is the, the the spokesperson for a new species, starts dating a non-new species. Mm-hmm. So there's times where he hides it, he denies it, he comes up with all these stories to, to uh, cover up the fact that they're having wild, loud, passionate sex. <laughs> and she shoots a lot of people in the face. She gets shot in the head. And they eventually end up together. But this book was kind of treading water to me. How did you feel about it? I agree because I feel like, you know, as a romance reader, what happens is if you read the first book of a series, somebody will have one line and you'll be like, well, I know that guy's getting his whole book. And then you want it. Justice has been such a presence in all of the books. And I always really liked him and was like always super looking forward to his book. Like, I think when we read Valiant last time, I was like, oh, should I just skip ahead and read Justice? Like, I was so excited for it. And I don't know if it was just that I was overhyped it in my mind or something. But I agree. There was something about it that fell flat. I feel like I liked the beginning. I mean, I like Jessie. She's working, you know, helping people, helping the new species um, gift females, which is what they call them, which is like just creepy, uh, readjust to society and to their new life. And I think that's all really admirable. And like her as a character, I think was a good character. And and I it did seem like at the beginning it was strong because she is kind of attacked by a new species who has just been released and isn't used to being around humans and hates humans very understandably. And then, you know, they have that like sort of one night of passion at the, at reservation. And then, um, I I don't know. And then it just sort of like loses steam for me where it, then it just kind of felt like the same over and over again. And yes. And I just, I think it's it's like obviously we love new species so much we have read four of the books we're going to continue but it just I don't know if I just wanted more and I just feel like the the juice that the new species has sometimes with it, it being so over the top and and a little bit ridiculous and really fun and really campy it like that wasn't so much there for this and so it made me feel kind of like a little bit disappointed especially because it was a book that I was so looking forward to and Justice was a character I was so looking forward to that it seemed like the central conflict never evolved so it was always like I'm the leader of new species I have to be with a species 
and then that was it and it was almost sitcom-y in some of its aspects where we did have fury show up and his big issue was ellie's parents were didn't like him and he mm-hmm. was complaining about that and that felt like very sitcom and then the way so they go to a new species dance club and so jesse she is dancing with some of the other new species and she gets justice all mad and they're yeah like it was just back and forth the same thing where she got him mad he was like all right i i you know i i want to fuck you i want to possess you and then he would leave her or there'd be a sound and the security would run in because everybody hears everybody have sex uh, when you're a new species. And that, and that was Justice's big thing is he always interrupted Fury sex, remember, than the first yeah. book. And we were like, we need to get this peeping Tom his <laughs> own romance going because he's just, he's just always opening doors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just, yeah, there w- there was something about it that didn't, get to the level of great new species and i was disappointed because at the beginning i thought it was fine and i you know they got into the sex quick which they've been doing in the recent books and then when she gets shot in the head well, that's saving at the end that end of the book that she gets shot in the head no no oh no that's, you're right oh my that's god like yeah, at sorry. the beginning yeah and i was I thought to myself, okay, now this is going to be crazy because is she just going to be in a coma or is she going to is she going to forget? I thought for sure that she was uh. going to have um, amnesia, and mm-hmm. that's Justice trying to sh- to remind her that they had this love, and her being so against it because she maybe in her amnesic state is against being with a new species. Mm-hmm. So you'd have that angst because they had such explosive sex that one time so early then she gets shot in the head forgets about it that would have been real juicy and that doesn't happen it just graces her skull the bullet even though it's referred to several times as her just being shot in the head in the back of the head right which i thought there's no getting back and half the characters were saying oh she's she's done she's dead like let's what what are the funeral plans <laughs> and then and then it turns out to be like a graze well yeah because it's like head wounds do bleed a ton but i oh, do yes. think you know the difference i don't know it does seem kind of crazy but have you ever watched the show i survived no i don't watch any of that stuff it's wonderful but it's so it's like first people telling like first person accounts of surviving things and it is amazing because people will be like and then they stabbed me in the face or then I got shot in the head and they look fine. So it like has really skewed my idea of like what people can recover from. So even her being shot in the head, I was like, yeah, you can recover from being shot in the head, which is I mean, obviously crazy. you can, but um yeah, I think you're like that's amazing. Yeah, had she had amnesia and then he would ha- he had to convince her to be with him. That would have been I mean, it's a different book then, but it is like th- yeah, that would have been interesting instead of like 
oh no this big thing happened oh no actually she's fine and it's just gonna be justice well because justice having to weigh his responsibility as the president or the head of this organization and leading these people like that's heavy that is big and i feel like at the same time it was somehow given too much weight and not enough weight Mm -hmm. you know because then he just sort of starts kind of dating somebody else even though he says that he doesn't share sex with her like it's still they were like going on a date and out to dance parties and stuff and it's like i'm not one of those people who's like you know the one of the heroes can't possibly be with anyone else during the course of the book but it is also like if you're saying that you're pining for jesse then i kind of need to see that happening or we should have been there with him trying to be on a date with a with a species a female and thinking about like oh i can't really do this and see him like dumping her or something i just felt like it it made me not like justice that he just was like kind of then casually going on dates with other people yes because he didn't seem to have an issue with it he seemed like he was just moving on mm-hmm. and it put jesse in this situation where she had to tease him and try to rile him up and then, yeah. then also Justice's struggle was the same as all the other new species struggle with controlling himself, mm-hmm. which I get, but we've seen that three times already. Exactly. Right. Where it's like I, that thought process is fine once, but if it's, if it, yeah, it just was, it, it just gets repetitive. Yeah, and I understand it's their struggle, and we can't... I mean, it's obviously since they're... Justice justice being at the level he's at doesn't take away the abuse that he had suffered by Merkile or the, the training that they have as certain animals to not give up dominance right so Mm -hmm. those traits are there but if you have maybe one scene of that in his head and then let's move on because it was just several like i don't want i i don't want to bite you and hurt you and and the whole thing about don't look in their eyes when they're mad and uh him her wanting to be on top, he got really offended by it because mm-hmm. that is that is giving her dominance, which is not something that the new species want to do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but again, like we've seen it like several times over. Right. And it also felt from Jesse's point of view where like Jesse didn't really have a struggle other than her wanting to be with this person that didn't really want to be with her. And she is... had to shave her head because she got shot in it. Yeah, well, because she had to have stitches because it just grazed the skin. That but, that was her struggle was she had dyed her hair some crazy red color mm-hmm. and was so proud of it. And then she got shot in the back of the head and just complained about having to shave it. Right. Or it was like, shaved sur- for her so they could do surgery. Yeah. Right. Not just like, oh, I survived and the person I saved is still saved and everything's okay. But she had to shave her head. Because it's also like, I... Like, I get Justice's struggle. And then it's weird that she was just like, oh, he doesn't want to date me, even though we have, like, sex and the sex is good. It just seemed really whiny because it's like, it is a big deal. Like, 
they there's like oh there's other human species couples but it's like yeah they are all in hiding and it's like you do come from a very public family her father's like a senator and you would just have to be giving everything up that you've basically that you've ever known because they're creating this sort of new world within the the areas that they live in but she never takes any time to think of that like what it actually would mean to be with him in, yes. in a, not just like, oh, we have good sex sort of way, but in a like, you know, the practicalities of it. And I would have to give up my life. And there's this aspect of my life I like and this and this, the anonymity or whatever it might be. You never see her struggle with that. You never see her think about it. And then it makes it seem like she's kind of like a little bit of a brat because it's like you should be thinking of like those are necessary things. You should be a little bit torn about why you want to be with this person. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I wasn't sold on her. I mean, I, I the thing that initially drew me to her was the fact that she was, out of all the heroines we've dealt with in New Species, she's the most... So, I mean, she's like, I don't want to say aggressive, even though she is aggressive, but she was able to fight back the most. She could hold her own the most, at least mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. because we see that at the beginning like you mentioned she fights off a new species you know she's going around shooting dudes in the face uh you know when they when they go to uh one of the facilities where supposedly there's there's more uh new species and there was but they had to they had to uh find a hollow wall where where beauty was being hidden which beauty is part monkey and that was her original name was monkey but she was also referred to as mud yeah that's was sad which is very sad so there's also the thing that makes new species hard too is with the in- introduction of the gift what are they called gifts uh gift females gift females the introduction of the gift females adds an underlying depressiveness and darkness to this world that is hard to enjoy Mm -hmm. and not that i understand why the author is 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 putting it in there because she's trying to show that the these the the people the new species are trying to build themselves up from a start that is just horrendous Mm-hmm. And it, it's just hard for me to really indulge in the way out wacky goofiness of some of these books when that's kind of that underlayer, right? So that's that's a little difficult. Although it didn't, it it it, it kind of showed up at the beginning and then threaded a little bit throughout. But you know, it's still there in the back of the head, and it's 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 kind of hard to get out of my head when I'm reading these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also like, so that was Jesse's like thing where she was going in and she was finding and, and helping to rescue these women, which I think is really admirable. And she seemed to really enjoy it and love it and get a lot out of it personally. And then after she gets shot in the head, grazed in the head, she, her father's basically like, you can't do that anymore. And so justice moves her to live with him. And she just kind of goes with it. And then she's like, Oh, I don't really know what my job is. I pretty much just like talk to people all day. She's like, I don't know. It seems silly. And you never see her like gain that sense of purpose again. 
No, she yeah, she doesn't become really great at this job mm-hmm. while she's pining for justice or while justice is because then that's another thing where you could have justice doing what he's doing and then seeing her just elevate into this person that is helping these gift females would have made her maybe more attractive to him in a way and you know not that she has to earn his love but it would have been a nice thing to see these women being taken care of by her so that they get the care they need and then him seeing oh you know i need somebody caring like that in my life like this is the kind of person yeah she can shoot three men in the face but then also help with abuse victims which mm-hmm. which would have made her find her place other than that's completely separate from what she thought she was going to end up doing right so i think that would have been interesting not to rewrite this book but it seems shitty to try and rewrite this book and i don't want to do that but i just think we like you said we love justice so much and we were so Mm -hmm. clamoring for justice to get his due and it just felt like he didn't get it Right. I think it's just we're disappointed. And normally we don't like to go this hard for a book that we don't like. But I feel like hopefully we've earned that with this series that we like do love the series so much and do think it's so much fun. And I feel like we get it. And so that's what makes it disappointing when it kind of misses the mark. Well, there was the fun touch of Tim, who was her boss, Jesse's boss, on that task force, who... Seemed to just repeat to everybody that he almost put her over his knee. Um, the amount of sexual harassment that she had in the task force that she was just laughing off. I'm like, this is oppressive. Tim even says that to his, to her father, the senator. I That was insane. And yeah, that I, I read that and it was just like, this isn't funny. This is really like kind of upsetting, especially because you're going into... Uh, rescue somebody who's been like forcibly raped for her entire life so it's like i don't know maybe we don't do sex jokes before like maybe we try to give this like a bit of gravitas and i get i get gallows humor and i get trying to blow off steam but it's like that wasn't it yeah that 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 wasn't and then there was a weird moment i don't know maybe i'm just reading into this where so he he's the senator who is uh, Jesse's father is talking to her about how she's always been different and he mentioned yeah you what he he was talking about how she dressed and he goes yeah even under you never wore a dress that was a thing you never wore a dress the closest thing you got was a graduation gown. And under that, you you wore a jean shorts and a cut off, like a tank top or something. And she's like, it was a sports bra. Like, do you remember what your daughter wore under her graduation gown? Like, that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, that it's funny. Like, it's whenever there are like human and human interactions, for some reason, those are like always the hardest part of the book. As opposed to, like, you think those should be more natural and, like, because maybe it's because with, like, species, you get that they just have a very weird way of interacting and speaking to each other. So when they do say weirdo things, you're just sort of like, oh, all right. Um, 
but yeah, we, Tim Tim was talking like a new species. That's something new new species would do. Right. Where they would somebody said maybe maybe he would one of them said I was going to put her over my knee and somebody laughed and then they continued to say it over and over again hoping to get the laugh again because they're still mm-hmm. socializing. Right. That would make sense, but Tim was supposed to be a guy who had been in the world and he just found it appropriate to say he was going to spank his coworker to anyone who would listen several times. And then he saw at the end the second time that like Jesse is enjoying herself in public and uh and Justice takes umbrage on it. Um like Tim sees her and is like shocked. I thought then later when those people were attacking her house that it was going to be Tim that he was yes. and I am happy that it wasn't i did think it was interesting to have it be these the new species that have been like recently released mm-hmm. um but i think we're missing a really important thing to talk about and that is breeze who continues to be a real star for me i love whenever she shows up she's so fun i hope she gets her own book but who knows because it doesn't seem like any of the books that i've seen have been not human woman and new species male Breeze is everybody's best friend. Oh, Breeze is the shit. I love her. Uh, So she basically orchestrates this thing. And it is so funny because um, you're right. They are have only ever really been socializing for a few years. And so they do act like teenagers because they're just sort of like, we still are not sure how to do this. So they're kind of figuring it out. So she decides the way to make it happen is to to go to the council and have them all talk lewdly about jesse to justice until he loses it and finally like claims her in public which is Uh like great plan breeze yes and um, not dangerous at all no we haven't really established that like justice would literally murder somebody so one of them starts talking about how he thinks he's she's so sexy and he can't wait to get her pregnant and see her pregnant and then he goes i can't wait to taste her breast milk yes claimed I, I knew this would come up. for you? I knew this would come up. <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it didn't affect me the same way as Dreaming of You. I'll say that when he's talking about the breast milk, it kind of put a mirror up to myself in a way. Like, <laughs> am I that guy? Because he was saying that to be completely over the top. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I guess maybe I would have to read another book with it in it to see if it's actually something that I really enjoy or if it's something I enjoy because Derek Craven enjoys it. Right. That's the big question. Yeah. I think there is a difference between like that scene in Dreaming of You that is all about Derek Craven just like loving every aspect of Sarah and loving the thing that even she is self-conscious of. That was the powerful thing for me about it. Yeah, as opposed to this where he's just like purposely trying to like egg somebody on with it. Yeah, and Braun was put in, and that was Braun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's the next book. Yeah, so we'll find more about him. He's put in a really, I mean, he obviously kind of enjoyed doing it, but he was put in a pretty dangerous situation because Justice is like the head dude, and he could have easily gotten his butt whooped. Um, or murdered like killed because they kill people who who threaten their the the people that they uh are protecting so it was a very interesting 
to see what's going to happen with Braun after this. Although I think Justice didn't hold it against him, I don't think. I think Justice probably realized what they were doing and sort of like forgave them once he was with Jesse. But yeah, I mean, overall, this book I think was worth reading. Like if you are a New Species fan, it's a it's a New Species book. I think it's just like we have such high standards now <laughs> for yes. our New Species books that it's like, you know, it, it just sort of fell flat for us. But I mean, it's still a New Species book. It's still great. It's still over the top. It's still a little bit silly. They're very funny lines. You know, overall, I would say it's, you know, I enjoyed myself. I don't want to get too negative, but I think it is the sort of thing when you really love a series or a book, then when one falls short, you you get more upset than if it was just sort of like, oh, a book you read and it was okay. Then you're like, all right, well, I read an okay book. It's not that bad. Um, I do think that the sex was fun. He purrs, which is great. Mm-hmm. I'm super into the purring. As who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't yeah. be into a mate that purrs? You know what I would love? And I don't know if this was something I saw on Twitter or if this was a dream I had because sometimes it gets confusing. That is but... such a psychotic statement. <laughs> and it's such a sad statement. And I feel bad for you. Uh, I have a great and robust online life. But um, I feel like there was somebody who was like a sketch artist who was doing like... Um, like what is like ske- like police sketches, but he they were doing it for heroes. How they're like described in books. Okay, but that's cool. You, but, but wouldn't you love to have that for these characters? Because I don't feel like I ever have a hundred percent of a sense of what they look like necessarily. And I would love it if we had like a police sketch artist sketch these heroes based on <laughs> how they're described. Yes, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be so cool? Anyway, if anyone out there has that talent and they want to do it for us, we would have we would love you forever. If you're a police sketch artist who is, you know, needs extra, I guess, extra practice, because <laughs> we wouldn't pay you anything. I was going to say oh, extra no, dough, we're but we're not paying poor. you anything. <laughs> yeah, but we would just love it. We would shout you out, and we would definitely like, uh, you know, boost you on social media, however you want. That's but, what all police sketch artists are looking for is just to be boosted on social media. Don't all artists just want more uh, publicity, good <laughs> they exposure? They want more likes and retweets, I guess. Yeah, that's how they pay the bills. Exposure. No, I'm joking. Don't do that unless that's something you just feel like you want to do and you're bored on a Sunday. Yes. But otherwise, yeah. I, just because I feel like it would be so fun to see what these people look like. Oh, absolutely. That's an awesome that's that's an awesome idea. Or even just a caricature artist at uh the park or something. Mm-hmm. Just just describe that see see if a caricature artist at the park will do it if you just describe a new species. You're like, no, I don't want you to draw me. What I'm I want you to draw what I'm describing. Do you understand? You'd be like, <laughs> that's not what I do. I draw you with like big buck teeth. That's what I draw. Yeah, like playing a violin and, and riding a horse. Like that's not I'm not gonna yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. You like um, horses? Okay, you're on a horse. <laughs> anyway, should we move on? Would you fuck them? Yes, yes. I would I would fuck them both. I think justice deserves to be fucked. Mm-hmm. And Jesse seemed hot. Yeah, Jesse seemed hot. She like Jesse co- did seem like a, the kind of girl you would want to hang out with. 
And it's cool that she killed people. Yeah. But she killed bad people. Oh, yeah. She killed people when she was, like, in, like, they were actively threatening her. Yeah. So that's hot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, fictionally, obviously. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, yes, both. I agree. Yes, both. The purring. Jesse seemed great. Justice seemed hot. Yes. Just imagine putting your head down on a chest that's purring. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just a thick, meaty, muscly chest. I'm in. It would be so warm. Yeah. Or even like a soft, nice female chest would be nice. That was lactating? For... Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ellen. And I'm Ellen's mom. And together we host Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club, part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Our podcast is basically like having a book club with your gal pal and her mom who thinks she's part of the gang and won't leave you alone. Lame, whatever. Kidding, to a degree. I got mom started reading romance and created a romance reading monster, but soon discovered that reading steamy scenes with my mother was mm, awkward. And I quickly discovered that I enjoyed making her feel awkward about it. And thus a podcast was born. We operate much like your local book club, adding listener insights to the book and reading books almost exclusively voted on by our listeners. We have laughed over Penny Read books, cried for an entire episode about an Amy Harmon book, and gotten super awkward discussing a J.R. Ward book. There is no limit to the books we will read, except for the really spicy ones that Ellen won't let me read. With reason. We post new episodes every Monday, and you can find us on social media at Not Your Mom's Rom. Find Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. And happy romancing. All right, should we do Goodreads list? Yes, let's do it. Shockingly few lists, unfortunately. So only on two. Whoa, criminal. In experiments on humans. Okay, yes. but... N- oh, yeah, okay. no. No, because yeah. they were created. They oh, bombshell. I don't know if maybe I didn't read this or or before or recognize this before. But scientist who initially created the new species was a woman. Oh, did you read that at the beginning of this book? And then, but but she left because I think they started doing real fucked up shit with the new species that oh, she did I said miss that i don't know this at all yeah i i it was at the beginning when they were talking about uh when she, when jesse was talking initially about Merkile. oh wow well there you go women can be beasts and awful people too and then the second list is covergasms oh i mean i don't agree right i think i think it's just, we're judging on the new species curve which i think is a steep curve so i think like in general it's like a sexy man on the cover it tell it tells you what you need to know all right clayton what are your tropes heart hero part panther <laughs> i i i want to say like i don't want to say badass heroin because that's so like lame sounding but i guess ultraviolet heroin is better <laughs> although it's oh they were all bad which like you know true lies obviously we know from schwarzenegger and true lies that that's okay Mm-hmm. And uh, so we can't be together because of my position. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't be together because he was the big wig of the new species. Um, inappropriate 
work environment. I would say her work environment is inappropriate. And, you know, I know they're still feeling it out, but I think the new species uh, work environment is kind of mixed up as well. Yeah. Right? There's, there's no balance. No, there's no, yeah, exactly. So they need to, to figure that out. And uh, harebrain scheme... <laughs> because Breeze's hairbrain, Breeze had a hairbrain scheme. I really love Breeze. I know we've already said it, but I do hope she gets her own book or something because she's fantastic. We need to stump for that. We need yeah. that the, her the next not the next book necessarily, but it should have already happened unless Breeze could be the romantic interest of a new species. I know. I think I haven't gone forward to see what the other books are even about. So it is possible we're like talking about this and then like everyone's screaming like in two books, it's Breeze. And we're going to be like, oh, wow, cool. <laughs> but but uh, she's not the name on any of the books, right? And not that I recall, but I, I mean, there are so many. OK, so Aaron, what are your tropes? So a human and an almost human uh, secret romance. Keep the relationship is secret so justice basically just wants to be in a relationship with her but have nobody know biting during sex rough sex big hero tiny heroine redheaded heroine so clayton what has you swooning this week so i watched a documentary which i never ever do because i'd rather read a book about something than watch a documentary about something but i watched spaceship earth the documentary about biosphere 2 oh it's on hulu so it's available if you have hulu cool it's if if people don't know biosphere 2 was the they built this uh, i guess it's hard to describe it as anything other than a biosphere but it's an environment an enclosed environment where a group of scientists but they weren't really scientists and it gets into this here uh in the documentary go in we're supposed to go in for two years this happened in the early early 90s and like most documentaries it's too long and (laughs) there's a little bit too much about things that don't matter as much Mm -hmm. but the idea of going into a created environment because they went and collected species of animals and species of plant. They had an ocean in there and that was very small, but they had coral and all these different things. It was fascinating. But the debate about it was, is it science or performance art or somewhere in between? And it's just a very interesting story. And it took me back to that time because I totally forgot about biosphere until you know, just recently when this documentary came out. So I would say if you have any interest in it, definitely watch it. And, you know, people still, I think, have a lot of time on their hands. So it's it's a it's a fascinating glimpse into a weird time in history. Yeah, that's really cool. I uh, remember hearing about that documentary and I didn't realize it came out. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I love documentaries. They're my favorite. Erin, what has you swooning? So I'm swooning this week about a documentary as well, a documentary series on HBO called I'll Be Gone in the Dark, um, which I think I used to be very into true crime and that has really waned and I'm, I don't really have a stomach for it anymore. But 
I'll Be Gone in the Dark is based on the book by Michelle McNamara about her sort of like obsessive hunt for the Golden State Killer. Um, I don't know how much you know about her. She died suddenly um, right as she was kind of completing the book I'll Be Gone in the Dark. She is the one who sort of floats these theories and they say sort of helped to actually catch the the murderer to catch this serial rapist and serial killer who uh, actually was just sentenced like this week convicted. Um, and it's a beautifully done series. Um, I think the thing issue I have with true crime is sometimes it is like a little bit salacious and sensational. And this series really isn't. And it really does a wonderful job of humanizing um, the victims and quite a few victims are able to speak for themselves. And there isn't that sort of, um, heroization almost of the serial killer the way that I think that there there tends to be with when you talk about like the Zodiac Killer or um, Jack the Ripper or or these other sort of very famous well-known killers there he isn't given any sort of like supernatural or superhero abilities the way that they talk about him is like he was just a man and he did this these awful things but not that he was anything special or anything to be studied other than to catch him it also ends up being a story about this woman finding her passion in life uh and working so hard towards something and finding the thing that she was really good at and finding a way to really bring that to the world um michelle mcnamara was a beautiful writer uh and um seemed to really be able to connect with people um and it's how she was able to do so much research about this um this case or these cases um and and it's sort of it's a it's interesting because it's about sort of web sleuthing what that can do um the power of having this passion you know bordering on obsession on um you know it's kind of a love story to her her husband is featured in it quite heavily and also just how um these attacks really affected these victims a lot of them were quite young um, and it manages to do a lot and I've only seen the first episode, but it's really well done. I think even if you're not necessarily into true crime, it's, it's really worth watching just for that study of, uh, of her. And I think it brings up a really, a lot of very, very interesting questions around, um, true crime. And I think, you know, true crime really had, had a moment and, um, I think it's important to sort of think critically about those sort of things and uh and yeah so i would say yeah i'll be gone in the dark it's on hbo there's been one episode so far i think when this show drops there'll have been two i don't know how many of the episodes are in total but just uh it's like limited anyway so that's my swoon of the week great so Aaron, where can they find us so you can always find us you can always email us learning the tropes podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on twitter at learning tropes on instagram at learning the tropes we have our learning the tropes troop on facebook if you want to join us there and then finally learning the tropes is part of the frolic podcast network find more podcasts you love at frolic.media backslash podcast right, bye everybody